Welcome to The Girls' Room. I'm your host, Marissa Quintalmo. The Girls' Room is a safe space where we talk about all things uncomfortable, challenging, and oftentimes gross that come along with womanhood. Tune in every week for a new glamorous episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Girls' Room. What the fuck is up? How has everybody been since last week? What is up, guys? I'm super excited to be back and have this little fun back... Okay, is it fun? Because I'm, like, reliving a lot of, like, shitty memories that I don't really like too much. Okay, but yeah, no, we're still trying to make it fun here. This little fun, cute back-to-school session. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I talked about my college regrets, and today we're going to be switching things up, switching to sporty spice mode, and we're going to be talking about athletics, specifically, like, where I went wrong things that I wish that I could have done instead, some tips, and I'm going to be talking about the big juicy story of me getting cut from my college volleyball team. That might come as a shock to some of you guys because yeah, I did fucking lie to all of you. When I got cut, I was incredibly mortified. I'm going to get into this. Obviously, we're going to go way deeper, but I was so fucking mortified and so embarrassed that I got cut from like the lowest level that you could play at in college, Division Three. That I told everybody that I quit. I did not tell anyone except the volleyball team specifically that I got cut. I didn't tell anybody. I was like, I quit. It was my decision. I did that on my own. Yeah, I made that decision for myself, bitch. Like, no, I got fucking cut. And the transition from being an athlete to a non-athlete really was something that I struggled with. And it had a really big impact on me. It had a really big impact on how I viewed myself, my self-confidence, my ego. I say ego a lot, but like I really actually don't know what that means. So maybe we'll scratch that. So it had a lot of impact on how I viewed myself and my self-confidence in the world and my self-confidence when it came to sports and basically just like life. So this is going to be kind of like a loaded episode. I'm kind of jam-packing what, like 16 years of sports into one episode. So put on your fucking seatbelts, guys. It's gonna be a motherfucking ride. (laughs) So let's give you guys some background here. I started playing in... Hmm. Actually, I don't know how old I was. I started playing sports back when, like... No. How should I say this? I started playing sports as early as you could start playing sports. So, like, the second that I was eligible for, like, the one and only sport that, like, kids could play, which was soccer, my parents were like, sign this bitch up. Probably because, you know, I was annoying as fuck as a kid. Now I'm still annoying. Let's be real here. Um, But yeah, I was like a naturally athletic kid. I like to run. I like to like get sweaty. Mm, that sounds a little weird. I'm still sweaty. I just, I don't know. I was like naturally good at it. I always wanted to be moving. I had a lot of energy and putting me in a sport was a great idea. Back then, you know, it was all about fun and trying new things, making friends, all that shit. Like, I remember just not having any pressure in the world and just having so much fun to the point where I specifically remember this. This is so vividly ingrained into my mind. When I first started playing soccer, I remember the blue fucking uniform that I was wearing. I remember my coach. I remember that I wore my hair and a fucking ponytail on the side of my head with my little bangs. And my coach was like, who wants to play goalie for the first time? And I was like, oh my gosh, me. And every single ball went past me and it was just so much fun. Like I just didn't have a care in the world and I still felt proud and excited at the end of the game. You know, everyone got these like fucking participation trophies and like an ice pop and I felt so happy. Like I got to be a part of this fun thing and it didn't matter that however many people scored on me and that I just kind of like stood there and looked at it. It was just fun. And then this sort of drastic shift 
happened probably around the time that I was 10. I stopped playing soccer. I got really into softball because my mom played softball. My sister played softball. So obviously that was like the next big thing to get into. And I don't want to be like, I'm, I was good because I was again, fucking 10 years old playing for like little league town rec sports. But something shifted in my mind where it was no longer fun and it was all about winning. And I became the most competitive. I don't know. I don't even want to like say the word competitive because I feel like I took it to the next level if that's even possible. I was so fucking competitive. I treated it like it was the fucking Olympic gold medal finals every single time and all I wanted to do was win I didn't give a fuck about having fun I didn't give a fuck about the friendships anymore trying new things I wanted to win and if someone made a mistake if I made a mistake if we lost that was the end of the fucking world to me I could never bounce back from a mistake I could never bounce back from a loss I was the type of person who took everything so personally and so to heart Where my dad looking at me one time and I'm sitting here fucking bawling my eyes out while everyone else is just like out with their family, like having a giggle, eating their ice cream cones with their families. And I'm sitting here crying my fucking eyes out, literally having a tantrum. My dad was like, why the fuck are you crying? Like, it's a fucking game. But to me, it wasn't a game. It was my life. And when I wasn't in the actual game or I wasn't in practice, I was still in the game. I could never take myself out of the game or step away from the game, I guess I just, I should say. And this competitiveness, this, I don't, like, there isn't even a term to kind of put into words or to express the way that I acted when it came to sports. Honestly, let me actually just, like, start this right now. I need to give a full apology to anybody in their entire life who has ever played a sport with me until the age of, like, 18. Because in college I didn't really care as much but when I was younger probably from like 10 years old to 18 I owe everybody that I've ever played with even every single coach that I played with a huge apology even the people who just saw me play I owe you an apology as well I was horrible and I'm not like recently I've been trying not to like shit on myself but I think this is a time where I can validly shit on myself I cannot stand the person that I used to be when it came to sports like I wish that I didn't know that person I'm embarrassed for her but I'm gonna try to like push that under the rug after this episode is over and move the fuck past it and like deeply talk about it with a therapist and like never bring it up again so this level of insane competitiveness took a even higher level if you guys fucking thought that was possible once I found the sport of volleyball I started playing in middle school just kind of like for fun because my sister played it and I was like wow that looks cool it's something new that'll keep me active I wanted to be the type of person who could play sports year round and since it was cold in the fall when volleyball season is I was like wow perfect we get to play inside like this will be great I can keep running around so I started playing and again I don't want to be like I was good but I was naturally athletic so I could run I could jump I could hit the ball I had like little fucking 12 year old muscles out here so I started taking it more seriously. I joined a travel team and then my freshman year, I went in kind of like with a level head, just kind of like, oh yeah, this is fun. I wanted to keep doing it. Not, was I really thinking it was for fun? I was having fun, but I also wanted to win really badly. But like, I don't know. Can I, I can't even like remember myself freshman year. I have no idea. Hmm. Okay. This is what it was about freshman year. It was about the fact that we were able to wear spandex for the first fucking time. 
that's what I cared about my freshman year. But then I ended up getting pulled up to varsity at the end of my freshman year. So from 10th grade on, it was like, unleash the fucking beast. This bitch went wild. And these are the years that I really, truly need to apologize for. I just went buck wild, fucking crazy. Like someone took a bottle of Coke, put 7,000 Mentos in it, shook that bitch up like crazy and like just exploded. That was me when it came to volleyball. Like that's kind of like the only way that I could put it. All I cared about was winning. All I cared about was my stats. All I cared about was if I'm going to be in the paper the next day for how good I played. All I cared about was winning. And if I made a mistake, if someone else made a mistake, if we lost a game, I couldn't shake that. I couldn't shake it in the game. I couldn't shake it after the game. I couldn't shake it for the next night after. And it would throw me off for like a fucking week. It was insane how much I took sports to heart and how much I just lived in them and that I couldn't separate sports from my real life and sports just became my life it almost just like took over I remember having people tell me like you have a bad fucking attitude or like get that face off because I would just stone face like you could tell when I was mad I would literally have like a fucking tantrum on the court I would get mad I would yell at my teammates I was just insane so again I'm sorry for anybody who witnessed who played with me who coached me who was around me an awful human being and I do not like that person at all please don't think that I'm like encouraging this I do not like her so sports are my life you know like come to think of it like (laughs) all of like my social media involves sports my Pinterest boards were all about sports I had like quotes and shit on my walls like it was a lot this okay wait I'm like coming up with like some new shit here I feel like maybe a lot of this had to do with the fact that I didn't have a good relationship with fitness. Hmm? Food for thought here. Let's think about this as a team here, guys. Wow. Maybe that was it. I don't fucking know. But either way, I was crazy and I know it. I know it now, not at the time. And yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. So again, like I said, the little narcissist that I am, I was kind of just like obsessed with myself and how good I was doing and where I was going to go to college and play and just like all of this shit and it was bad it was really truly bad um so yeah I go into college kind of off of a high like I was one of the best in my area I was one of the best on my team I had all the high stats I would literally check my stats after every single game I'm not kidding I would check them in, like, the whole area, too. Like, if I was the best in the area, I wanted to have the highest number. How crazy is that? I'm, like, fucking 16 years old and I'm caring about that shit so much. That is bad. So, if you couldn't tell, the first thing, like, reason or the first where I went wrong factor is the fact that I took sports way too seriously. And it wasn't even just during the school year. Like when we had summer breaks, all I cared about was training. I would train fucking seven days a week. I would train sometimes two times a day. I would try to get other people like wrapped up in this. Like, come on, let's go for a run together. Let's do two runs. Let's do a team run. Oh, let's work out here. Let's play here. And like, I just didn't stop. And I like, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I just never was a kid. And just, like, did, like, kid shit in the summer and did, like, stupid shit. 
It was all about sports and that's it and exercising. So I really do think like dissecting this live for you guys now that it really did have something to do with the fact that I had such an unhealthy relationship with fitness. But anyways, moving forward, I was coming off a high off of high school. Like I said, I'm rolling into college now kind of thinking like I'm hot shit, not expecting to play as a freshman because I feel like you kind of just like can't expect that. Like there's people there who are like 21, like they're probably going to be better than you. But I was coming in like fucking hot shit here and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, like I'm good. I'm going to be good. Like that's not to say I wasn't nervous because I was. I was so incredibly nervous. I remember like having like nervous shits as I normally do like 17 times a week. I went in my first day having like nervous shits and nervous farts and I farted so bad in practice, but like I was too scared to talk to anybody so I wouldn't own up to it. And then the oldest person on the team, I'll never forget this. I wish that like I was still friends with her so I could tell her this memory, but she was like, oh my God, ew, who farted? That smells so bad, but I just like played it off like it wasn't me because I was so scared. Okay, not the point of the story here. So I came in, little bitch I am, hot shit, and I got fucking served, like quite literally. When you get to college, this is something that I want like all people to know because specifically like no one fucking told me what to expect. I didn't do like the recruit trip. I went to the games and shit, but like I didn't like do all that jazz. I didn't know everybody. I didn't like know really much about the team. But when you're going into a college sport, you kind of have to drop everything before you. And again, like I'm probably not that like well equipped here to give like advice for like college athletes consider guy got cut but let's try here because you're gonna go into a team where everybody is just as good as you if not better than you and that's okay that's totally fine if people are better than you obviously that's something that I could never fucking comprehend in my life but it's good because then you keep working hard and then you can never just be like satisfied with sitting on your high horse like "Mm, no one can touch me I'm so good like no it keeps you fucking working hard it keeps you like to still put in your full effort, like, that you don't, like, half-ass anything. And, like, I don't know. To me, like, I feel like that's, like, an important part of being an athlete to not, like, never be satisfied because I feel like that sounds, like, weird. But, like, to not look down on others, so to say. Does that make sense? I don't fucking know. So, anyways, yeah. I had an opportunity to play, not like a big position. I had like a little like sub serving position here and I fucking choked, bitch. Oh my God. Like needed to be resuscitated. Is resuscitated the word? Resurrected? Oh my God. Needed to be, I needed to be brought back to life for how badly I choked. It was so bad, but that was just, like, a smack in the face to reality, like, bitch, like, I don't feel like you deserve this, but, like, she kind of deserved it, and, yeah, then I just, like, ate the fucking bench for the rest of the year, but that really taught me then not how to be, like, the fucking superstar, not to be this high and mighty player, the one who, like, fucking bosses everybody around, the little bitch, It taught me how to be a good support system and a good cheerleader, and there's nothing wrong with that. I still felt like my role was so incredibly important. As much as I wish that I was on the court, as much as I wish that I was playing and having like a hands-on effect, I still really felt like 
I was playing an important role. I was cheering on every damn teammate I could. I was screaming until I lost my voice. I'm giving everybody fucking waters and shows. Literally, the water girl doing like everybody else's stats. But still, I felt like I had an impact and like I was helping in some way, shape, or form. I always try to keep positive. And that's when I realized in college that like speaking to your teammates and just speaking to what is the roles reverse your coach and your team I guess just your team speaking to your team with a negative voice is a terrible thing to do and like and that's when like I realized that that's never gonna make people turn around and be like oh wow yeah you're right thanks like I remember playing in a scrimmage and it was one of the one opportunities that I had to play because it wasn't a fucking real game. And we were losing to a team that we quote unquote shouldn't have been losing to. And everyone on the sidelines was just like, come on, you should be doing better. And just like such a negative tone of voice. And I remember I tried to say something like, that's not going to help anybody and that's not going to be uplifting. Granted, I got fucking reamed out and my asshole ripped in two for saying that. But still, like, that was a really good realization for me. So anyways, I was not doing great. I would say the wrong things. I was not getting playtime because anytime that I was getting playtime, I would choke. But still, I was kind of having fun. I was having fun being the cheerleader, going on the trips and the experiences. And I still felt good because I was an athlete and I had that title. I don't know if this is like a whole school thing in general or if it was just my school specifically, but if you weren't an athlete, you were called a NARP, a non-athletic regular person. And when I heard that term, like my first day of freshman year, I knew from the start, I was like, I do not want to be that. I don't want to be someone who like walks around, everybody calls a NARP. Like that's not good. That's embarrassing. And I feel like the way that the athletes almost viewed themselves was like that they were better than others. But I think about it now and like the term NARP and like all of that shit was so fucked up because people who didn't play sports, that didn't make them any less of a person. Like they had their own talents. They had their own thing. Like why wasn't there a term for like the musicians or the artists like or the scientists or people who were like just doing other shit at school? Like life isn't about athletics. And I really started to realize that in college, like when I had to literally take a step back and sit the fuck down on the bench. So I always knew that this wasn't something that I wanted to be. And I still, even though I wasn't playing, felt a little bit more higher, felt a little mightier knowing that I had the title as an athlete. Weird to think about now. But anyways, let's start getting into the juicy shit. My sophomore year goes and I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to play this season. Like, this is my time to shine. But more people start coming in because every season there's going to be new players. And I was like, wow. (laughs) everybody else is still so much better than me and I just wasn't like meeting quota what is a better way to say that without using it in like business terms I wasn't like meeting the standard or meeting the bar I guess is like a good way to put it I was still working my fucking ass off I was coming into practice early when I could I would get extra reps when I could I would do extra lifts like I would watch videos I would do absolutely everything that I could I was even fucking reading books are you kidding me I was putting this much effort into it And I just, I couldn't do it. It wasn't for me. I was really struggling with being a student athlete, with balancing all my classes. Oh my gosh, especially my first year. My GPA was shit. I had to get put in like a specific study hall for how bad my grades were to like make sure that I was doing my homework. Yeah, it was bad. 
it was just a really difficult transition for me from dealing with the fact that everybody is so fucking good, like amazing players, to the fact that I have to deal with college life now, things on the weekends, a social life, your academics, learning new classes that aren't just back to back to back, that are just surrounded throughout the day, running from here to there, being a commuter, like it was a very difficult transition for me. So then my sophomore year comes up and I'm thinking like, okay, I have a better hold on life. Now I have a better understanding of what college is. I came in feeling confident. I was no longer this shy girl. I was talking to everybody, trying to be social. And it still just wasn't it. I was working hard. I was trying my absolute hardest. I'm doing all the things that I could possibly can. But every season, new players come in and new players were coming in that were still a lot better than me. So I'm trying my hardest, I'm trying to play, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to get a spot, I'm going to get a spot, and another season goes around where I don't get a spot. I was given one chance, I choked, lost that spot real quick, so then I just kind of molded back to my cheerleader stance, and still enjoying it, I still felt cool, I still felt like I had friends. Honestly, the only reason that I had friends my first two years was because I was on a sport, otherwise I probably would not have had any friends. And I was still just having a good time. I got to enjoy that social aspect of it and just having a structure of having practices and having lifts and having games and tournaments and things like that. I really liked that part of life because that's not something that I could have just done for 10 years in my past and suddenly dropped so easily. So the end of my sophomore year comes around. So when I'm really starting to get the feel of being an art student and starting to take these art classes and things and we have our end of the year meetings with our coach and I go in and I'm like okay probably gonna tell me that I'm not very good but like I'm expecting it I know that maybe he's gonna tell me that I'm a supportive player like that I'm doing good on the sidelines like I just I don't know I was like not expecting what was coming and I walk in there, I remember I had all my fucking like camera shit with me. I was like running back and forth between class. I had like my fucking drawing pad. I had my camera, like this, it was a lot. I come in with my giant ass backpack too because I'm a commuter. And I sit down and I get told that, you know, everybody is better than you. And I'm like, okay, like where's this going? And I got told that I would no longer be on the team the next year because I'm most likely not going to have a spot playing and... There was kind of just no room for me anymore, and everyone else kind of was better. And, I mean, I wasn't denying that, but having someone else tell me that is what really, like, triggered me, I guess. And it was really difficult for me to process. And my first thought automatically was about my friends, This is the only reason that I have friends. This is the only reason I have a social life and that I know people at this school is because I was on this team. Now I'm not going to be a part of this team. I already felt like I wasn't a part of it because I commuted. I didn't get to do all the shit that they got to do every day after class hanging out and like at night hanging out. I had to go home at the end of the night. So I never really felt like I was truly a part of it. But now that I knew that I wasn't going to see them every single day, I really wasn't going to be a part of it. So that was my first fear about my social life. And then I realized, holy shit, like this has been my entire life for the past 15 years. What do I do now? So naturally, the first thing I do is I call one of my old coaches sobbing into the phone to an embarrassing extent. 
just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. I don't even think she could understand me. I don't even think she knew what I was saying. All I said was like, God, God. And I'm just like fucking hyperventilating. It was terrible. I texted my family and I was like, I do not want to talk about it, but I'm no longer playing volleyball. Texted my team and skipped the rest of the day of classes. And I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing anything. Got super fucking drunk that weekend and tried to make something fun out of it, even though it was so incredibly hurting. But, you know, you come down from that drunk and then reality kind of hits like, what do I do now? This really took a hit on how I viewed myself. This really took a hit on my self-confidence because all I kept hearing in my head was, you're not good enough. There's people better than you. You're not good enough. There's people better than you just over and over and over again. And that was so hard for me to come to terms with because I was giving it my all. There was nothing else that I could have done and it still wasn't good enough. I think that was probably the hardest pill for me to swallow. So I took that literally. I took that with everything that I did in life, constantly thinking I'm not good enough. And now I have to deal with this title now of being a NARP and having to worry about like, are people going to find out that I got cut? So then that's when I quickly began telling every single person I knew, I quit, I quit, I quit. It was completely up to me. It was my decision. I quit. I just don't have time for it because I'm an artist. And then I really tried to like force this artist life onto myself. And even then I was still questioning everything that I was doing, constantly thinking like, is this good enough? Like it was so difficult and it was a really hard transition to make. Honestly, this has had an impact on my life for the past, what, like it's been four years, I think, since I've gotten cut from volleyball. I haven't played a single sport or done any sort of like group physical activity, so to say, that entire time. I haven't even touched a volleyball until last week. That's how, I guess, scared I was of feeling like I was not good enough. There's been so many times where I've wanted to play just for fun or people have asked me like, hey, join my team, like for like fucking charities and like for fun shit. And I was like, no, I can't. Like, I'm not good enough to play that sport. Like, I should not be allowed to play it anymore. And I just completely cut myself off from sports in general. And I really was like, I'm an ARP. I can't do that. I can't play sports. Someone told me I'm not good enough. And I like took that as like my fucking identity of just like being this person who wasn't good enough. I didn't even want to go to the gym. I didn't want to exercise. I didn't want to do anything about that anymore. And all I did was just fucking sit on my ass and mope about it and feel terrible about myself. And obviously then when you stop playing a sport, when you're constantly working out seven days a week, when you're going to extra lifts and you're doing these extra drills and all of these extra trainings and things like that, your body's going to start to change. And this is another thing that I had a really, really fucking hard time with your body is going to change. Everybody's body's different, but like I was a little jacked up, like fucking toned, muscly person. I've been that way for my entire life that I've known before this moment. I have always had muscles. I've always been able to like see a defined stomach. My legs have always been strong. I've always had this strong endurance and now I'm not playing. I'm not going to the gym things are starting to change. I'm starting to grow out of the clothes that I used to be able to wear. I'm starting to gain weight in places that were probably healthy looking back, but at the time, I'm just seeing change. I'm just seeing weight being put on. I'm not seeing or even caring, like, is this healthy or not? I'm just seeing the physical changes, and that really took a toll on me. 
on top of that, my whole fucking life has basically just like been ripped out from under me and I just didn't know what to do. That was probably the hardest part about it. So I'm here to tell you that if you are going from being an athlete to a non-athlete or just a fucking human, your body is going to change. And I'm here to tell you that that's totally normal. That is healthy. That is okay. It's probably insane that we were playing sports and like exercising the amounts that we were. And like, was I even putting enough nutrition into my body? Probably not either. Like I'm in college. What do I know? And seeing my body change really, really broke my heart. My heart was already broken and that just absolutely shattered it. And I didn't know what to do then because I was in that shape because I was fucking playing ball all that time. I was doing all these drills and shit. And I was like, how can I even emulate that outside of the gym? I don't want to play volleyball. I don't want to touch a ball. I don't want to feel like I'm not good enough. So I didn't know what to do. And here I am these four years later. And my body is still not back to what it was. It's never going to go back to fucking 16-year-old Marissa who is playing seven days a week, who's exercising 24-7, who is just burning calories like a motherfucker. And I'm okay with that now. But at the time, that's some tough shit to deal with. Another difficult transition was I have all of this free time now. What the fuck am I supposed to do with it? I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't want to play. So what does that lead me to? Sitting around, moping, being sad, thinking about these comments in my head. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Playing on repeat. I had to find some sort of fucking hobby. And that's when I really got to embrace photography and my major and the people around me that I feel like I just ignored prior to that. I finally got to start searching for myself a little bit more. And looking back, I'm really glad that I got cut because then I got to enjoy being an artist and being a photography major and all that can offer you. And also, I just don't think I would have been the person that I am today without it. Who knows what I would have been like if I played for four years, if I ever got playtime, if I would have turned back into that crazy person that I once was. Who knows who knows? I I don't have an answer for it, but I feel like if I kept playing and I was still a part of a team, I would not have found my voice that I have today. I I definitely wouldn't have had this podcast because I would have felt too judged by other people and too nervous what they would have all thought. And I wouldn't have had a lot of the experiences that I've had. And even just like I'm having now, if I didn't get cut. So in a way, I can be thankful for that experience. You know, I am thankful. Not even that I think I can be. I am thankful that happened. It was so difficult and so hard to swallow. It was a really tough pill to swallow. But here I am years later, and I'm really proud of the person that I am. I'm really proud that I can openly talk about how I acted in the past. I'm really proud that I can openly say now, like, yes, I was cut from my fucking division three team and not feel sad about it anymore i want people to know like dude if you get cut that is okay like again i was taking everything like that it was the olympics or that i was a pro and just so incredibly seriously you know what maybe that was just a sign that i needed to chill the fuck out and like take some me time and step like it was someone forcing me away from the sport and i think that that was good it was forcing me to like separate those things 
So I just kind of realized that I never actually gave any like tips or takeaways. So I want to like quickly run over those without adding another extra three hours to this. My first takeaway, have fun. Okay, remember why you started playing this sport in the first place. Winning is fun. Winning is great. Yes, I get it. But like, we're not in the fucking Olympics. Even when you are in the Olympics, it's okay if you don't win. Like, we just saw that with Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka. Like, we see that now. Like, athletes are humans too. It's okay to lose. It's okay to make mistakes. At the end of the day, have some fucking fun, okay? Remember that little three-year-old you running around and just having fun, picking dandelions and having a great time. And with that, shake off the mistakes don't fucking let that like play a role in your life and add all this negativity to you. If you make mistakes, it's okay. You're a human. You are bound to fucking strike out. You are bound to serve the ball into the net. You are bound to fucking miss a shot. It's okay. You are a human. You are allowed to make mistakes. Don't let it add all of this weight to you. I know everyone's always like, shake it off, shake it off, and I'm the first person to fucking talk here. People would tell me to shake it off, and I would tell them to fuck off. So, like, I get it. It is a hard thing to swallow, and it's a hard thing to process in that moment, especially if you just made the mistake. But try to remember, it's okay. You are a human. We all make mistakes. And if we didn't make mistakes in sports, we would never fucking get any points. We would just be sitting there, doing the same shit for hours and hours and hours and that would get boring and if you do make a mistake if you were like me and you couldn't shake it off in that moment shake it off when the game's fucking over okay the game has ended the time is done it's over with it's a new day it's a new game a new practice don't let it affect the rest of your life don't let it affect your life outside of sports my next thing is to always put your academics first it was really hard being a student athlete in college, especially being an art major, we have three to six hour classes for every class. That was really difficult to balance and manage when you're an athlete and when you have these practices and when you have games and when you have lifts and things like that. And I would have to miss some practices. I would have to miss some lifts. And my teachers would get really fucking mad when I would miss class for games. There was times where I was like, well, maybe I could switch this class and do something else, or maybe I could take it next semester. Put your fucking academics first. To kind of piggyback off of that, if you are an athlete, you are probably going to have some time traveling on the bus or waiting before games, waiting before a tournament to start in between games. Do your fucking homework then. Like, that is the prime perfect time to do it. I know that it's so easy to just hang out with your friends and have fun and, like, take hours getting ready, braiding hair, all that shit, listen to music. Do your homework. Like, that is such a good time, especially when there's other people around you who might, like, know a thing or two and they could help you out. They could help quiz you or they could help you solve your homework or your problems or whatever. Like, you have a bunch of people around you who could probably help you. Like, that is a great time to do it. Again, just to reiterate, don't let anybody's opinion change the way that you look at yourself, especially when it comes to sports, when it comes to life, when it comes to anything. Just because you are not good enough for one person's standards, that doesn't mean shit. That doesn't mean that you're not good enough for anything else in life. You're still good enough for other people. You're still good for yourself. You are still a great person when it comes to life, when it comes to sports, when it comes to whatever. Don't let that shake your confidence. I know it can be hard. I know it can be really difficult. There are plenty of other people in the world who see you for what you truly are. It's okay to get fucking cut from a team. 
It's okay to not be moved up to varsity. It's okay to not have a starting spot. It's okay to not get playing time. That doesn't affect who you truly are. It is okay. It happens. That's life. But keep playing. Keep having fun. Keep working hard. Don't let that stop you from anything. Again, remember why we started playing in the first place. I know this is like easy for me to say now and looking at it from this perspective. And I know that people are still like, well, I want to fucking win. Like, I want to fucking play. Like, I get that. But just know if maybe you have a season where you aren't playing, where you aren't having that starting spot like you expected, just know that's cool. Like your time will come. And if it doesn't come in the way that you imagined it to, just know that you still have a role to do and you still have an impact on everybody else around you. But the one true advice that I could give to you is don't stop fucking playing just because one person tells you to stop playing. Go out and fucking play for fun. Play with your friends. Play for these charities. Just go out and hit a ball back and forth to each other. Shoot hoops. Whatever the fuck you want to do. One opinion shouldn't stop your love for the game. And I let one person do that. And that sucks to think about that I went four years without playing a sport that I so deeply loved for so many years. It's hard to not take these things to heart, but I really want to encourage you not to as as hard as it may be as difficult as it may be you have to remind yourself like you are still great and that you are still capable of good things and let's keep having fun oh god i wish that like 15 year old me could hear me now just be like she's saying to have fucking fun are you kidding the only thing we're supposed to do here is win like oh my god i was crazy again sorry to anybody in my entire life that has seen me play a sport that has been my teammate that has been my coach i know i was so bad and so mean people probably didn't say shit to me because they're probably fucking scared of me for the way that i was acting Bitch fucking let loose, like way too loose. Let the dog off the chain. She went buck wild out here. Okay, so my last thing is sports are not your fucking life, okay? We're not Olympians out here. If you're Olympian, all right, I'm sorry. You're an exception, maybe. Your life's a little different than mine. Same to pro athletes and shit like that. But like if we're talking like D3, like college sports here, we're talking like high school sports, like dude, they're not your fucking life. Take your fucking summers to, like, rest and do, like, kid shit. Go on vacations and, like, not work out. Have some fucking ice cream if you want to. Like, do not let sports take over your entire life, okay? Have fun. Be silly. Be a fucking kid, okay? And remember, winning isn't fucking everything. It does feel good, and I get that, but it is not everything. Think about it. Like, The shit that I was winning back in high school, like, does that matter now? Do the titles, do the stats, do the games won, do they matter now? No. Not at all. So, just remember that. This shit isn't gonna matter in, like, a year or two, so don't sweat it too much, don't let it hang on your head for too long, and don't let it have an effect on you in the real world. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of talking a little bit in circles, but I think that's okay. This is kind of like a live journal entry for you guys. This is something that I've never like sat down to like dissect and talk about and like really have feelings for. But like it feels good to talk about it now. I got cut, everybody. I got fucking cut like a fucking salami. It's okay to admit it. It's okay to get cut from a team. It's okay not to make varsity. It's okay to not have a starting spot. It's okay to be on the bench. It's okay if you're the fucking water girl. It's okay if your body changes after sports. It's okay to feel upset after sports. It's okay 
to not feel upset after sports. Whatever you're feeling during this difficult time is okay. So, yeah. Thank you guys for sticking with me through this live journal entry. <laughs> I know that was a lot. But it feels fucking good, honestly. I got cut, I got cut, I got cut, I got cut. And I'm still great, I'm still great, I'm still great. I'm still sporty, I'm still sporty, I'm still... Not really, I'm not sporty. <laughs> but that's okay. And that's cool. And I'm very happy of the person that I am today because of all of that. Honestly, should I should I even give that opinion that much credit? Probably not. You know what, so I'm amazing. And I found myself through other ways. I love you all so much. Thanks for taking this journey with me. You guys can now unbuckle your seatbelts. We're in park now. You guys are safe to get out of the car. Look both ways before you cross the street. Um, yeah, I love you guys so much. Thanks for being on this fun little ride with me. Get ready for next week and we're going to buckle up and go on another crazy ride. Okay, I love you guys so much. This is getting cheesy now, so I'm going to stop. I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Girls' Room. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at thegirlsroom underscore pod. See you next week for an all-new episode.